Welcome to the Robert Affalter Show. Robert Affalter here on Thursday, January the 14th of 2021. And I'm taking a little day off today. I'm, I've gone in and gotten an exam and x-rays from my chiropractor to get a re-evaluation. And I'm going to go have lunch with my mother. And then I'm taking off to take my boat to have a mechanic look at it today. And hopefully the mechanic will figure out something that other mechanics have not been able to figure out and get us uh, to be happy sailors. <laughs> but on some other things to talk about, last uh, weekend, I got up and our bedroom's right beside our living room. And you go through our bedroom to get to the bathroom. And we keep a heater on in the bathroom uh, set to a certain temperature. We don't have any heat in our bedroom unless it gets really cold. And then in the living room, we've got a gas uh, fireplace kind of thing, a, a gas stove. And we keep that on a thermostat. So it's programmable. So anyway, when I go from my bedroom to either the bathroom or the living room, I expect it to be warmer. I got up, I don't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday last weekend, and it was colder. And I thought, whoa, what's going on here? So, of course, I looked at the gas stove first, and the pilot was on. But the stove wasn't running. So, hmm. So then I thought, well, I'll look at the thermostat. <clears throat> so I looked at the thermostat and it wasn't working at all. There weren't even lights on it. So I decided the batteries must be dead. And so I got ready, went to the store, got batteries and replaced the batteries. And then I had the thermostat, reset the thermostat and everything works great. But it reminded me of looking as a chiropractor at the human body. A lot of people think we have to go where it hurts. So where if we were to use the gas stove as an analogy, where it appeared to be hurting was at the gas stove. I mean, that wasn't working. And if you want heat, you got to have your stove working. So if we were committed to that being the idea that the gas stove was the problem, then I'd be checking, well, is the, their gas to the stove? Um, there's all kinds of things I could be looking at. Did the gas get turned off? Uh, take the stove all apart, find out if something's plugged somewhere. Why isn't the gas stove working right? But more of a chiropractic idea is there's an intelligence running things and is there a problem with what's running things? So that's what I did. I went back to the thermostat. So as a chiropractor, we kind of start with your brain. <laughs> your brain seems to be running things using your nervous system. Is there a problem between the brain and the organ or between the brain and wherever the malfunction is? And sure enough, the uh, thermostat was brain dead. It's <laughs> like got a couple of batteries for it and started working again. And I encourage you to start thinking of things in terms of intelligence. That life itself is intelligent. One of the things I appreciated about uh, dog school that I took my dog Jed to, he was uh, what is he, six or eight month puppy. And I took him and it was, I don't remember how many weeks, 10 week program or something like that. And he did pretty good, but he failed his final exam because he got carried away some dog barked in the parking lot and he heard that dog barking and all he just lost his mind and he couldn't get him back together to do what he was supposed to do and the instructor sam the instructor at uh, uh cedarwood i guess it is uh canine the school i really enjoyed him and he said you know some days they just like their mind just falls out and they can't get it back together and i just haven't gone back he has a a school where you can go back and repeat it until the dog actually is successful at completing the final exam. 
And I never did go back, but one of the things I appreciated about Sam was his teaching was that dogs are intelligent. And they're trying to figure out what you're doing. So the whole schooling is to try to get the dog to think. So as, as an example, when you first put them on a leash, what you you got a long lead and you take off, and the dog doesn't take off with you, and he gets jerked by this choke chain around his neck, and he decides, oh, you're going to go that way. And as Sam explains it, the dog sees you going that way, and he says, oh, I see where you're going, and I'm going to beat you there. So he runs past you. And then after he runs past you, you turn around and you go the other way. The dog gets jerked on the neck again and says, oh, what are we doing now? Oh, you're going that way. Oh, well, I see where you're going. I see where you're going, and I'm going to beat you there. <laughs> so the dog takes off and passes you again. And then you turn around and you just keep doing that until the dog says, Gee, I don't know where that crazy human's going. I better just stay right behind him. <laughs> because dogs really can't think. And if you give them some things to think about, they'll figure it out. And I just really enjoyed that method of teaching. And I think it's kind of similar to what we were talking about yesterday as far as vaccination. You're giving the body something to think about. Here's an invader. What are you going to do about it? And uh, somebody yesterday commented that uh, it was unnatural kind of thing. And, you know, most of the, much of the things we do to our bodies is unnatural. In my chiropractic philosophy course, we spent a day one time just talking about what's natural and what isn't. <laughs> is it natural to cook your food? Is it natural to take vitamins? Is it natural to condense nutrition down to the point where it's all the things you think you need are in a pill and you're just going to swallow the pill? Is that natural? Is it natural to go to a chiropractor and get an adjustment? Is it natural to have somebody put their hands on your neck and do something that makes your neck click? Is that natural? I mean, if we get too far carried away, we see that a lot of the things that we do might be construed as not natural. No other animal does the things that we do. We live in houses. I mean, think of the, what we go through are automobiles and airplanes. I mean, all the advances that we've made in technology, are all those things natural? No, probably not. So I try to be careful in getting too carried away on what's natural. But uh, what I started to talk about with vaccination is uh, somebody was trying to, they thought they were teaching me about the immune system, like I had no education in the immune system. So they went through the whole thing and they made it sound very mechanical. This antigen gets in your body and as it comes in contact with a white blood cell, if it gets the right cell, it forms an antibody. And uh, it was all just very mechanical. There's no intelligence involved. And I said, well, try vaccinating a corpse and titer the antibody and let me know how it works out. And of course he said, well, a living thing is of course necessary, but they deny that there's any intelligence there. And that was what I determined is just the basic difference between medicine and chiropractic. Because we started as chiropractors, we started with this idea that the body's intelligent. There's some intelligence. You, part of you is a body and part of you is this intelligence running your body. And sometimes we think, well, that intelligence isn't working very good. <laughs> It's not so smart after all, but we have to really think about this. And it's not something I'm going to go too deep into here in 10 minutes, but a lot of the 
things that you go through are really adaptations. The body, your intelligence is adapting your body to your environment. And it adapts you in ways that you might not like and in ways that might seem like illness, but it adapts you to your environment. And to some extent, you can willfully affect your environment so that you're willing your body to have to adapt to things. As an example, if you stand out in the sun too long or lay out, lie out in the sun too long and get a sunburn, well, if you do it just right, you don't get a sunburn, you get a sun tan. If you have the ability to tan, I do really good at it. But you're giving your body something to adapt to, and it adapts by tanning. Now, if you do it too much, it adapts by sunburn. But it's not a mechanical thing. You can't sunburn a corpse. <laughs> and that's one of the ways you can tell if somebody's was dead before they got like in a fire or in a uh, out in the sun too long. It's one of the ways you can tell is because they don't adapt. There's no change. So start thinking of your body as being controlled by an intelligence and that what you're doing is causing some kind of an intelligent reaction and adaptation. And I think if you think about it like that, you're going to find that things start making a lot more sense. And the question then becomes, okay, if there's this intelligence and it doesn't seem to be working right, is it because the intelligence isn't really intelligent or is it because my body's not responding? And as an example, you could be the most intelligent person in the world. And if you sit down at a computer where the keyboard's stuck and you can't make some of the keys work, then the computer won't work right, not because you're not intelligent, but because it can't respond to what you want it to do. And there's a difference. And that was always the chiropractic idea is we're going to help your body respond to your intelligence. And with that, I'm going to call it a day and get out and see my mother and go see if we can get my boat fixed. So Robert Affalter signing off, hoping you're having a wonderful day. And thanks for listening.